PKN, 282. Big number yes. for a sideshow. Indeed. Indeed. I, and I didn't plan to start talking about this, but I, I think it's cool that PKN <clears throat> has run longer than many podcasts have run. Sure. Yeah. This, this episode, this day and age of Rogan cranking about daily or sometimes a couple times a day, it seems. A couple times a day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, hard to compete with his numbers, but. I was uh, just watching him uh, with Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz is like, we've all me too somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you learn not to me too. <laughs> you know, when you were a kid, you got caught stealing candy, right? And your mom says, hey, that's wrong. So you don't steal candy anymore. Same thing with me too and people. <laughs> <laughs> Just like kind of weird to hear it used as an adverb, but okay, I follow. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was I was like, is Joe gonna agree to this? He's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, back in the day. Me too, right? Mall. I wanted to know how it like what Joe's reply was gonna be. That's actually a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't have a reply at all. He, he was like, Jesus. Yeah, that's Joe's strength. He's a professional communicator, right? Like I he I think he's actually pretty good at it. He's not always perfect, but he's pretty good at it. And like uh Elon Musk incredibly difficult interview right elon musk comes on there doesn't say anything only half explains any of his thoughts now i didn't love that podcast but you couldn't have done much better than joe did um, joe's very good at what he does he's the biggest there is you know yeah. um he, he's the biggest show there is i think probably i don't, I don't know what's bigger and oh, uh you, show I is in the, any show that exists i don't know who gets more I don't know what aggregate you use to determine right this. like like views per week views per year views per day you know do you combine all of his i don't know how you do that but he's he's got to be right up there with the the rush limbaugh's of the world and the howard stern's of the world with like daily views or impact or i don't know I, I, i'm only guessing that it might be higher because he has a better long tail like if i just pull numbers out of my hat Half of his views come from this week's show, and half comes from his library. Whereas when I look at like a Rush Limbaugh, it's news, right? Does anyone mm -hmm. listen to <clears throat> 2007 Rush Limbaugh? No, no one does. Right? Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a good point. But you know, every every one of Rogan's episodes just gets so many views, uh, and and I don't even know how, how many people are just downloading it. You know, just on YouTube, he's wildly popular. But uh, on God knows how many people just listen to that thing. Spotify I prefer to watch iTunes everything. And, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I, I get that people like listen to it as they go or in the car and stuff. But like for me, I like to watch that stuff. Yeah, that yeah. was a, I, I like Joey Diaz. I don't love him, but um, I, I do like him. So when he's on, I, I usually try to tune in and see what's up. But Joe's had a lot of good ones lately. Has he, he had some guy recently where he was, uh, they were talking about, um some of those some of the weirder plants and animals in the world like um those pl those flowers that smell like rotting meat or oh, i've um, heard of that or those uh this fungus that like starts growing inside of an i think it was an ant's brain until the brain explodes and sprays spores everywhere and uh, so the other ants will like walk take that one for a long walk away from the hive because they know they know that like he's been infected He's got to go, or or he's a he's literally a ticking time bomb. Yeah. And then those other, um, there's a few parasitic wasps specifically that do something to their prey that like makes them 
it, they brainwash them so like mind control like like, like sort of thing huh. so like there's a there's a few different ways that they do it one of them is this wasp stings um <clears throat> this specific spider and uh it forces the spider to weave a cocoon for its pupa for the the wasp pupa you know it's a little baby maggot things to grow in and that's the only that's its entire life cycle it can't reproduce without stinging the spider and forcing the spider to make a cocoon for it. <sighs> Terrifying stuff. Yeah, but fuck that wasp. Really? That, oh, like, fuck all wasps. Tell me all the positive things this wasp is doing to make up for its spider murder. Nothing. Nothing. It, yeah. Uh, Those yeah. parasitic wasps like, like that, um, you know, that was the premise of that TV show that I was watching a couple years ago where they like uncover a frozen mammoth and it had been infected with these wasp larvae and they hatch out and the wasps fly out and they sting people and they're mind controlling the people. They're doing the same. So it's it's science fiction, but not too far separated from actual biology. It was, it was a pretty cool little show. I'm reading a science fiction book right now. and You probably know it better than me. It, it It's called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? But it was made uh, into that, a movie, um, Blade something Runner? Dick. Oh, he, so, um, I think it might be. I don't... Memorize author's names. Yeah, the, well. the author's name is something. He, um, yeah, that's what um, to, um, Blade, Runner. Blade Runner is based off of. Yeah, yeah. A lot of science fiction is based off that guy's uh, uh, writing. He's he's really good. Yeah. A friend recommended it to me, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't like the book so far. It's a nine hour audiobook, and I'm mm. two and a half hours into it. So there's there's some time to turn this around, but it's not challenging me at all, <clears throat> at all. You're and, saying, have you seen the movie? No, no, I don't think so. If I did it so long ago, I was thinking like, I think I know what this is about. Then I realized I'm thinking of Highlander. It's like, no, no, it's this. And then I realized I'm thinking of some other show. I'm like, cool. It's Harrison Ford. Yeah. So I'm going into it kind of blank. And uh, uh, what I've, I've developed this opinion that I thought I liked sci-fi. I thought I liked sci-fi because I enjoyed Star Trek and Star Wars and Star anything and The Expanse and whatever. And those are all fun to watch. But I realized they are the science fiction equivalent of candy, which I enjoy. But there is red meat science fiction out there too. Science fiction that, that gets your brain running at redline just to keep up with these books. Or, you know, can be fun, but this is there's a little bit of like cognitive challenge involved in the science fiction, and that's become the, like the delicacy that I like most. So I, I explained this yeah. to my friend, and he's like, you would like you know, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep if you like sci-fi. I'm like, oh, cool. Me my God, two and a half hours, I'm sorry. Two and a half hours in this book so far of a society that really values animal ownership and he's just lusting after owls and lemas and fucking shit. And uh, what it's going to be is this guy is a bounty hunter and he has been sort of promoted. Now he's like a head bounty hunter instead of the guy who did the easy ones and other guy passed off. And he kills androids. That's his thing. They call him Andes. And there are these tests that they administer to make sure that an android is an android. And where I am in the book, they've just started to introduce doubt as to how good these tests are. And that's mm -hmm. where I am. But two and a half hours, I swear they spend a lot more time on animal husbands. Yeah, they're, they're, the doubt is to whether the test is flawed or whether we're dealing with androids who have evolved to a level beyond the test. In so either case, like, yeah, that, right. To me, that's just two yeah. versions of the test is flawed, but maybe I'm missing it. Well, <clears throat> yeah, you'll get, you, 
I, I love the movie. Okay. I, I haven't read the book, but I, I love the movie. It's it's like it's on the Mount Rushmore of sci-fi movies. It's Harrison Ford. I think it's based around the year 2019, actually, Los Angeles. Their version of 2019 Los Angeles is a far cry from ours. <laughs> Flying cars and enormous amounts of pollution. But uh, it's a really cool uh, movie. Uh, they just made a sequel to it, like, after 30 years hmm. um, with Ryan Gosling. But I haven't watched it yet. I feel like that movie needs to be watched while I'm stoned and I'm just I'm just going to wait till I can be. <laughs> so I'll save that one for a couple of years. But yeah, they have a great author. He's written a lot of stuff. I can't think of it, but there, there was a bunch of visionary stuff he wrote. Um, hmm. I, I watched a whole documentary about the author once. So far, it's been a little simple. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's I, more philosophical than it is nuts and bolts. <sighs> So whereas right. The Martian, there's a lot of nuts and bolts, like, oh, this is, we've got to make water. Water is two parts um, hydrogen and one part oxygen. Well, we've just got to add a little oxygen to this. And, and he, you know, he's breaking down how he's going to burn the hydrogen fuel and create water. And he goes on about that for a while. Have you read that book? The yeah. Martian? Oh, okay, I've only yeah. seen the movie. Um, the book's, oh, you might want to check out the book. It's it's a it's very nuts and bolts. Um, you know, with with his it's is it's his inner monologue the whole time, and so obviously because he's the only one there ninety percent <laughs> of the time, and uh, and it's a lot like the movie in that you have that inner monologue. Of course, in the movie he's speaking out loud to himself to kind of keep keep himself active, but in the book he's just thinking to himself all this stuff, and it gets very nuts and bolts sci-fi um 2001 is definitely more philosophical than anything it's it's the idea of at what point is a person a person you know they, you know these, that, these and have these androids gone beyond machine and become something with a soul something that dreams you know and that's a big part of it that's interesting. I hope that it gets good. Right now, I really they spend way too much time on animal husbandry. It's frustrating me. Yeah, that they skip over that in the movie. <laughs> I'm sure they do. We have if there's two and a half hours into this book that me so far, I bet we've spent an hour, a half of that, an hour and a quarter on animal husbandry and the importance yeah. of it in this society. There was a there was a war. It wiped out a lot of animals, and now their whole society really values everyone having at least one pet. There. Yeah, yeah, and, and and the same company that makes the animal, uh, the uh, the androids also makes the fake animals. And there's a part where the guy has a an anaconda or something like. Oh no, the, there's a stripper, and uh, she's got like a a prop that is like a, a python or something, uh -huh. an anaconda, a big snake. And uh, he's like, "Is the snake real?" She's like, "You th if, if I could afford a real snake, I wouldn't be here, buddy." And it's they, like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I just finished 30 minutes of a guy wishing he had an owl. And I'm like, oh, this is a fucking sci-fi book, <laughs> you know? But uh, there's a little more to it than just wanting an owl. They, they they really leveraged his wanting of an owl to, like, use it against him. And Well, if you lose patience with it, uh, find the 4K version of uh, the movie. <laughs> Maybe and, that's... And there's, like, eight different cuts of the movie. If you actually decide to watch it, PM me or something, and, and I'll, I'll guide Ooh. you in the right direction. Because there's literally, like, Four cuts of the movie and and they each lead you to different um ideas of what actually happened in the movie at the end there's a lot of discussion and controversy on the internet about some some key plot points in the in the movie and what's actually going on because it, it's a little deep at points very like i said it's philosophical sci-fi 
but uh, but I dig it a lot. It's really cool visually. Um, I can't. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to remember the the actor and actress's names. Maybe Rutger Hauer, or something oh. like that. And um, that big blonde chick who was in Splash, Daryl Hannah. Uh, she's in Beautiful. it too. It, this is super young Daryl Hannah too, I would and she's wearing like this like. Um, whatever those those ladies who do like competitive dance gymnastics wear like some sort of super tight leotard type thing and because and she's an android and the androids are not only beautiful to look at they're also like fucking jacked like like they're basically terminators and mm. uh so she can do all these crazy gymnastics and stuff and uh they're they're a real handful in combat so it's it, it's fun to watch it's the, a it's a good movie the plan is to read the book and then watch the movie and i am definitely going to take you up on you as soon as you said that i was like one of the cooler things about being on pka is having a media guide like kyle it's a, it's one of the fringe benefits that comes with this gig <laughs> you know like you know what here's a tv show i think would fit you or, or what like yeah i'll definitely tap into that yeah i spend a lot of time figuring out what the best version of 2000 <laughs> of, of, um, blade runner is. <laughs> that's just one example but but like uh, even someone who who has seen as much media as you wouldn't have the same recall and and yeah you're this is this is one of your core competencies i gotta jump on 1917 uh that's the next movie i'm gonna watch that's the, the world Steven... war one movie oh, oh. that just came out mm -hmm. um uh, that's getting a lot of oscar buzz i think it's it's got a few nominations um joker's leading the way with the nominations mm -hmm. but uh, this 1917 movie, uh, not only is it a cool story, good actor or actors, but it's also shot really well. I saw like a making of behind the scenes thing of how they do this one shot, no he runs cut. across the yeah. charging. I just saw a um, there's a subreddit called Praise the Cameraman. Yeah, that's where I, I saw it too. Okay, you maybe you saw the same gif, and uh, uh, it was really neat. I think he's on a truck and he's going, and you can see it staggered. And there was maybe a drone. That captured the capturing of the scene, so you can appreciate yeah. what it took to make it, and it yeah. was pretty cool. I, it it made me realize, like, ooh, th th this is maybe what I should. It was more convincing than the trailer for me to go see it. Yeah, I believe it's a true story. Um, this guy is given this mission to like go behind enemy lines and get to some commander who's leading some, I'm guessing, British troops, and tell them, hey, the bat the battle tomorrow is called off because if he can't get them to call the battle off, um, they're all gonna die. For whatever reasons, the battlefield has changed. Now the battle. Now they they they, they can't attack tomorrow. You know, they're, like, both they're sides will have a bad day. Well, the our side, the oh. the side of the man who's being who's delivering the message, uh, they're all going to get mad. The British are going to get massacred. I I assume it's British because he looks British and they have British accents. But in a lot of movies, even the Russians have British accents. So I misunderstood you know. it first. I thought like the Russians and Germans were going to not do it or something. No, like it, something has changed, and this guy has to deliver a message um, to 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 behind enemy lines to some commander that says, you know, hey, don't attack tomorrow. the 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 battlefield has changed. If you attack tomorrow, everyone dies. Your orders are to stand down. And uh, I think the um, the interesting thing is that the man who's delivering the message to motivate him, I guess, they were like, "Your brother's with those men," and he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> So that's why he's like super motivated to like make this crazy. I don't know how far he's got to run behind enemy lines, but it seems like the whole movie is like him traveling, huh. just, just trying to get there in time. Well, Taylor's not here to stop us from talking about MMA. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah, man, it's coming up. Big fight this weekend. Obviously, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor looking for his first win since 2016. Fights an aging 
cowboy looking to turn around a two fight losing streak? What could be larger? Cowboy. I am Troy Cowboy. Connor fights used to be the bomb. I was very excited, right? Right. And not only was Connor a great fighter, great. I, I would bet against him sometimes, not just not with money, but you know. And I was always wrong. And um, every time he fought, he delivered. Every time he spoke, he de- it was amazing. That's prime Connor. Then something happened after he won his second belt, and he went to did the boxing thing, lost there, and then didn't fight for a while. I think that was a moral victory in the boxing thing. He he touched Floyd up a little bit, and he made he won a round or two. Okay, yeah. He, 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 tell you what. Everyone agrees he surpassed expectations, but yeah, he got stopped and lost. Um, uh, I, I'm just—he's lost me now. Here's another thing that Connor has changed. When there was a Connor card, that used to be the greatest card. If Connor was at the top, the four fights underneath him were awesome. That they—I I, I say it all the time, right? UFC puts on their Super Bowls about twice a year. There's these super cards. There was one not long ago that had three title fights on it. That's a big card. Big card. Uh, or sometimes there'll be two title fights, but it's one of those titles, different ones get hot. It's not always 155 that's the most interesting or heavyweight, whatever. But sometimes it's like, this one's got the juice around it right now. Kyle, I, I imagine you're looking up the rest of the card because you don't I am. know I it. I see it. So right? we can discuss it. I know Holly's on it. I, I knew Holly was on it. Mm-hmm. And I think the lady Holly is fighting is Raquel Pennington. Maybe... Is Raquel the one who actually beat the trans fighter? Yeah. Uh, Phelan Fox was her name, yeah. Phelan Fox, that's her. Uh, um, yeah, that was I'll, actually yeah. the fight that got her in the UFC. She beat that transgender athlete. And then, who was, uh, for people who don't know, it was a dude who I, I guess took female hormones and became a woman mm-hmm. to some extent, you know? And... Uh, Phelan Fox had a pretty good MMA career, but she had some like guy advantages, like bone structure and big fat hands and stuff like that. Like you know, sure, it, women's wrists she used to be a man are a and, joke, <laughs> and and she didn't lose all that was a man, and and she started just pounding the shit out of women, and yeah, Raquel Pennington beat her. I don't so. know the cock status on Phelan Fox. I did he have the surgery? I I don't know about the cock, but very important to me. <laughs> I need to know. It? I, I, it's a big part of how I judge boy versus girlness. That's how I learned early on. How, what a bigot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Guilty, I guess. But Holly Holmes fighting Rachel Pennington, uh, 12 and 5 versus a 10 and 7. That's the second biggest fight. Um, Oleksii Olenink versus Maurice Green. Don't know those people, frankly. Right. I know <clears throat> Maurice Green, and I think I'd, like, I've seen them both, but they're not people I get excited about. Claudia Gala. Gatahara, I remember her when she did that run up to um, who's the Joanna Champion? I forget her. Oh, Yo, Young Jacek. Jacek versus yeah, Alexi Grasso. I don't know Alexa Grasso. And then Pettis versus literally, I would have never heard of Carlos Diego Fiera. Yeah, and I think Pettis is the underdog there. Yeah, I was just looking sixteen and two. This other guy, and um, you know, Pettis, great fighter, former champion, but. Yeah. Great fighter, former champions don't stay great. Yeah, he got the shit beaten out of him last time out. Who was that? It was um um our our boy Street Jesus. What's his name? Oh um, who's fighter of the year? Yeah, why am I struggling with that? Baptizes I am everyone. 
He gives you gives you a two piece and a three piece. Jose Masvidal, not Jose though. Jorge. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we came together and got it. I, you know, <laughs> I, people gave me a hard time for edges, but it's an alley oop. <laughs> you know, I just get yeah. it close. Um, yeah, it's not an exciting card. I'll give you that for sure. Uh, I like to watch Holly fight, but I feel like she should probably be on the bottom of the card at this point. And if she loses, she should retire. Yeah, I feel like that's where her career is right now. And uh, and Pettis, maybe he should. Maybe he belongs right where he is. Maybe one up from the bottom. But come on, you got to put some potatoes in there too. Like, like I, I wish there was like a, a good heavyweight fight, like a Derek Brunson fight, or uh, yeah, I think Maurice Green and Olenek are heavyweights. I said a good heavyweight fight. Touche. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or, or maybe, they um, are heavyweight. Maybe, maybe some, maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe I would like to see a thirty-five pound fight that that I care about in, in the women's division. Oh, okay. I yeah. don't know. Or forty-five I, men's. Or, somebody yeah. recognize. Somebody with some name status, I guess, is what I'm saying. It there, would kind of be nice. I could make an argument that all of these fights are not even main card fights, right? If yeah. it was, remember that one that had the three title fights on it? None of these fights, these are all prelim fighters at this point. And Holly and Pettis, I think, still are main card fighters, but this is like their last shot. They're on the cusp. I would say that for sure they're on the cusp of, of uh, getting on, getting over there on the prelims because they've, Pettis is fine, you know. He's 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 had some rough losses uh, recently, but didn't he? St he got pounded by Masvidal. I remember that. I just remember watching watching the the highlights recently of him getting destroyed. But I'll, um, I'll just go super fast. But um, Mike Perry to me is as interesting as anyone on this card, and he was a prelim fighter last time around. I gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. It's not much of a card, um, and I don't know why that is. Uh, maybe, oh, I do. Maybe mm. It's because McGregor doesn't share his pay-per-view with anyone anymore. That's his thing. Now, I don't know. that There's a new era of pay-per-view, so I don't know what that's worth. Uh, it, for people who don't know, now you have to pay, I think, $5 a month to ESPN Plus for the privilege of paying 60 or $70 for the pay-per-view so now there's a monthly subscription involved in buying yeah. pay-per-views pay-per-view numbers have tanked until that changes pay-per-view records are not going to be broken you could have every champion on the same thing and th the numbers are just trash now they don't release them anymore it's an embarrassment they might make more money i don't know i'm not saying it's a bad business yeah, deal. yeah 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 but uh <clears throat> and it's still early you know it's still the first year or so of them doing that they're gonna have to grow something there and and maybe it'll fail but you know, but as we'll, a we'll customer, see. I'm I, and, not happy. And this could help. This could be big for it. You know, a Connor fight uh, com coming out that he he is the champion of every casual fan. You know, I was talking mm -hmm. to a girl the other day, and I was like, we were actually watching like YouTube highlights of like my favorite fighters, and I entered. I was like, this is Tony Ferguson. He's an actual crazy person. You know, and I went. Through, I showed her all the training and the montages, uh -huh. and I told her the stories of grabbing his son and running through into the night hopping a fence while carrying a child, <laughs> you know, all that. And, you know, then I showed her, uh, you know, some Connor highlights and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, Connor McGregor. And I was like, and, but this is the guy who just beat Connor and is now the champion. She's like, Connor lost, but he's like the best fighter in the world. And I'm just like, you represent every, like, like 90% of the people who watch UFC. Like, mm -hmm. like, I'm not saying that I'm an expert. I'm definitely not. I'm just a, but you're in the other 10. 
Yeah, I, I'm not a. I wouldn't say I'm a casual fan. I, I spent a lot of time on RMMA and Bloody Elbow, and I, I I like to read a lot about this stuff, and I try to watch every pay per view, and I, I'm pretty I'm pretty into it. But most people have no idea that Connor even lost, or it's out of their memory. Like like they they think of him as the Muhammad Ali of mixed martial arts. The Bruce Lee is even better because it, it it's almost like there's a mystique on Connor's name, and so. I think he might bring there's going to be some people who are like, oh, Conor McGregor is fighting. Well, how do I order that? Well, you have to subscribe to ESPN Plus. Oh, can I bundle that with my Hulu? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're right. But I know that um, some people don't know UFC has a thing called Fight Pass. It's like UFC's Netflix. And Conor McGregor fought on that. He fought on Fight Pass and moved the needle for him. They paid him mm -hmm. for it, you know, so. But he doesn't like to share the card's money with other fighters. So going forward, you get Connor on top and, you know, Claudia Gattahera underneath. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Connor's getting paid. Uh, I was reading a lot. There was a, those people get nasty on our MMA. There's some mean people on there. Uh, I saw and somebody was like, I heard he's getting paid $80 million for this. And they're like, ridiculous. No. And they, they start breaking down like, like, all this metadata, like like he got paid, he got paid ten million for each Diaz fight, and then he got paid like twenty four million to fight Khabib. There's no way he's getting eighty to come back and fight Cowboy. And 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 I'm just like, no. Even if all of y'all are wrong, Connor's an incredibly wealthy man. I had no idea he's getting <laughs> ten per Diaz fight and twenty something for Khabib, and then at least eighty for for Floyd. Like, but everybody says a hundred. You know, that, that's pretty nuts. I will say this. I think Connor's going to starch him. I don't think it's going to be close. I think uh. it's going to be, I think the Cowboy's going to be outclassed. It could be, it could be wrong. And I'll be sad if I, if, if he, if I am, but I don't think Cowboy's going to wrestle. Cowboy says he's not going to wrestle. Connor's already reached out and said he's a bitch if he does wrestle. Uh, Connor has changed his style. He's much more squared up, much more, uh, he, he's, he's out of his karate stance. Um, and, uh, it's believed that that is to counter that snapping head kick that Cerrone throws. He sort of like throws his knee up and then snaps the uh, the foot, and it's really hard to block. A shimmer kick, I think I've seen it called. It's not. It's uh, not that. It's not that. It's that it's, it's his own yeah. thing. It's, <laughs> okay. It, Cerrone yeah. has his own like thing. Um, he 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 flicks. He he swings the knee out and then flicks the uh the uh the foot, and it's it it comes out of nowhere, and it generates a tremendous amount of power. He has the most head kick knockouts in UFC history, I believe. But uh, Connor looks good. Not only does he look good in training, but he's also he's got that scraggly beard going on. He looks committed. I I, I watched a training video. He brings his own DJ to the gym, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I don't know. He looks sharp. Uh, he he looks in great shape. He looks like instead of just I was yeah. I was gonna say he he's he looks like a legit 170 pounder. Um and uh, yeah and I, I maybe he's, he's way stronger than he was. I can't tell if he's a legit seven until I see him next to someone else. And that's what I haven't sure. seen. I always see him juxtaposed against his former self, and I can say he's stronger. That's clear. Mm -hmm. He's bigger. But um, until he stands next to like uh, Tyrone Woodley, then I won't know if he looks like a 170 pounder or, or Jorge Masvidal or someone well, like yeah, that. Yeah, you well, know, Kumara Usman. Yeah. Um, Cerrone's taller, but I think Connor still has the, the reach because he's, he's an unusually shaped human being. Mm. You ever see Connor's hands? I didn't realize how big they are. No. They're, they're enormous. 
They're really? enormous, like like absurd. Like like someone was pointing that out the other day. It may have been Rogan or some other podcast or or just on uh, uh, Reddit, but they were like, "Look at his hands," and and you know he's holding them up. And it's like, oh my god, how did I never notice his hands don't fit his body? Like like he's got gorilla hands. Really, they're they're, they're gargantuan. There are different things I'd want to do if I met different fighters. Socially inappropriate, but work with me here. Like Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz. Crossword puzzles. Let's go. <laughs> I've got one of those too. They don't, they're not known for throwing very hard. They're volume fighters. And they just hit pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter, break punching records for like amount of, I guess Colby has it now, but he previously it was Nate Diaz that had the record for most punches thrown or landed in a fight. And he doesn't hit you that hard. He's a fighter who's much more likely to knock you out in the third, fourth, and fifth round than the first and second because it accumulates. I want to be like, all right, Nate, in the shoulder, don't hurt me or anything. What does a punch from you feel like? It doesn't look like much. Just give me one of those 50 percenters that you like to throw 100 times around. Because I want to know what these guys are dealing with. I would, Jim Norton does that. I want that. I want that. Like, I, like, with Conor McGregor, I don't want him to hit me. Uh, I'll be polite or whatever it takes to avoid that. But I would love to do that thing where you put your fingers up against the other guys and see who's just how big is that hand. Um, BJ Penn. People don't know this. I'm half decent at ping pong. Uh, I saw BJ Penn play ping pong on the Ultimate Fighter, and I believe that I could whoop up on that guy. If I met BJ Penn, that's what I'd want to do with him. I'd, okay. I'd want to play okay. him in ping pong. Yeah, yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah, Jim Norton, whenever they have UFC fighters on like mm -hmm. the Jim and Sam show, uh, oftentimes he'd be like, hit me. Yeah, come on, hit me in the arm. And, and they'll fucking pop his ass. See, no, that's not I what I want, right? Like, like, like Israel Alessandra, right? If he hits my arm really hard, it's damaged for a while. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, I don't want to see how hard you can hit. I just want to experience what one of your, like, off-speed volume punches feels like. The ones that look like nothing, I suspect, are more than I'd guess. I think I got a video of John Jones punching uh, Jim Norton. I'm going to try to find... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it first and see if he actually hits him hard. Did you hear he about jokes? Forrest Griffin breaking that dude's leg? No. What did <sighs> Forrest Griffin do? Forrest Griffin, uh, former 205-pound champion, for you guys listening, was... Uh, being interviewed and the guy interviewing him, if I remember it right, we all know Woody's memory was late. And Forrest is like, dude, like, like, I guess he felt a little disrespected. I don't know. It was in a gym environment and the guy wanted to, he was like, I'm here now. Can I interview you now? And he's like, eh. and he made him a deal. He says, I get a leg kick on you and you get this interview. And he leg kicked him clean on the thigh. And it turned out, it, it, it wasn't like an Anderson Silva situation, but yeah, it, it turned fractured. out that bone was fractured from the kick that he delivered. And he, he broke a man's leg with a single leg kick as it was yeah, a reporter. It, that's, it, that's my thing. Like, he was a civilian. Even the mafia, like, treats civilians. Like, don't, don't spread your mess to people outside the, the yeah. game here. They're, they're civilians. Forrest Griffin doesn't abide by those rules. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Neither does Cowboy Cerrone, though. He had kicked that guy in just a regular old dispute. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I know. I heard Cowboy's version of it. He has two street fights. And I heard Cowboy's version of it. And in both times, it sounds like Cowboy was on the right side. 
you know? Yeah, the way he, the way Cowboy tells it, he's hey, okay. That's where I was headed with that. Exactly, right? You hear it, and you're like, Cowboy's right. And, and then the other guy's going to be like, I what? I did not mean to kick Sandor. I ran from him for a quarter for a quarter mile at least. But <laughs> God, he's fast. One of them was he kicked Sand on on Cowboy's girlfriend, and I, I just I just I'm, I'm making all this up. But I imagine the other guy would say like I did. I don't know if that's true, but it was not on purpose. I do not go around it, like assaulting professional fighters' girlfriends. <laughs> like that's not that's not my thing. Like uh, who does that? Like it, it's so absurd that. It it might actually be true, but like I just, it's like something from like a like a like a Mickey Mouse cartoon. Archer he, he or something. Sand on your girlfriend? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, no, but he, he looked like he was gonna. <laughs> right. And I couldn't allow that. <laughs> I wish Joe had called him on that. Are you sure? Are you sure this guy kicked sand on your girlfriend? Did yeah. he really? Uh, I How hope I have the story. Is it possible right? you had a few buds in you that day, and. Uh, <laughs> You just didn't like the look of this guy. The cut of his jib was just rubbing you raw, and you decided, my shin's a little itchy. <laughs> because I think that's what happened. I think you just knocked that man unfucking conscious. It, with you. He he, and it happened twice. And, and, and oh, could have choked him out. I like that too, because Cowboy is not, Cowboy's an elite professional fighter, and he's not a small man. If Cowboy fight, let's make it me, right? Cowboy wins by whatever he chooses to win by. So the fact that he chose head kick, <laughs> <laughs> come on, bro. Like, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like you're going to punish your kid and you decide the best way is to fucking drop kick him. Just fucking, <laughs> well, he might've got, you know, I didn't want to get in close with him. You know, that, that tyke is rowdy. I saw him the he, people's elbow. He wanted to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wanted to fucking kick that guy in the head. Cause there were probably some people watching and he was like, watch this shit. And he was definitely drunk. There's no way cowboy boats sober. These are strong points. That has to be true. That has <laughs> to be no true. Way cowboy boat sober. There's no way. Uh, yeah, pretty shitty. But but yeah, I uh, I definitely got Connor on this one. Uh, I think um, shit, maybe round one, maybe round one. But I I think that Cowboys' chances increase as the rounds go on. But um, I I think that uh, by round three, if if uh, by the end of round three. If Cowboy's still awake, it's kind of an interesting story already. So when I first heard of the fight, I was completely where you are right now. Since then, Chael Sonnen has warped my mind into thinking Cowboy has more ways he can win. He's got the arms, he's got the punches, and he's got the kicks, and he's got the ground game, and he's got this, and he's got slams or something. I don't know. All Connor has... Poor Connor is nearly defenseless, save one left hook, right? <laughs> and uh, and watching I'm, Connor sparring, he's added, uh, he's he, he's ending with a right hook. He's he's throwing that long piston of a left, mm -hmm. and then he's finishing with a right, and then he's going back in his stance. He's he's definitely mixing his punches up more uh, in his sparring anyway, in his training. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. I don't think Cowboy's going to wrestle. I don't think he's going to shoot. Uh, he he said he wasn't. Cowboy's like, yeah, I should probably wrestle, but I'm not gonna. That's no fun. I like to get in there and bang. And it's like, good idea, cowboy. Get in there and bang. If it with, was with with a sniper. If it was anyone else, I'd be like, well, that's the kind of thing that you say. Like if mm -hmm. you plan on wrestling, right? Cerrone 
I kind of buy it from him, right? I do too. Yeah, I think he means. I think he means it. Um, I mean, I think cow, I think Connor put out something that said first one to shoot's a cow bitch. Yep. Um, you know, I, I I think that I think that's smart and calculated. I I think Cerny probably saw that and was like, I'm gonna knock him out. I'll show him. And Connor's like, Yeah, fucking try. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Cerny interviewed. I, I think it was an ESPN thing. I'm pretty convinced he's not in his head. Oh, I, think, I don't think he's in his head. Okay. I think he might have manipulated him a little bit, though. I, I don't think he's like Jose Aldo in his head. Jose Aldo was frustrated, confused, and maybe even definitely angry and maybe even a little scared um, by, by all the stuff that Ka- that uh, Connor was doing to him. And Because it, it went on for so long. Yeah, the fight was canceled, so it like happened twice. Yeah, it was just such a buildup, you know. Um, but yeah, I definitely got Connor in this Wait. one. Uh, I can't see it any, any other way unless Cowboy wants to wrestle but it's not like connor doesn't have takedown defense i mean he stuffed i think he stuffed most of khabib's takedowns like like i think it maybe khabib shot eight times and connor stuffed five uh, now we know what happened when he got taken down obviously I, I, he got but, taken down and held i think four rounds out of the five and and i think it doesn't round, mean yeah. he didn't stuff most of them might have taken two tries it the thing mm-hmm. about khabib somehow he manages to advance like he gets one little grip on the back of your ankle which you'd think wouldn't mean much and before long you're sitting on you're sitting on your hiney while he's bear hugging your thighs working your way up to a full mount and you're just like how do i stop this guy from doing what his plan like how he's like the blob he just gets on you and sticks and then <laughs> starts fucking up. you ever remember that old science fiction movie the blob mm-hmm. it's just literally just a blob of alien goo that's acidic that just gets you and sucks you in there's no getting away it's like an octopus or something yeah, he, sh- he's he's so scary to fight. I it's I, I I really hope Connor wins this, and I guess I want Khabib to win because I think that they'll strip Khabib if he refuses to fight Connor. I really do, and then Connor will fight Gaethje to decide who's the champion on a, on, an, on an empty belt. I I I just I know Khabib is very popular. He's the second highest paid guy. Is that right? But that could be. he happens to be in the division with the most popular guy yeah and and if and if connor wins this i'm not saying it makes him deserving of the rematch i'm not saying that but dana white's saying that and if if dana says look your next fight's connor he beat cowboy at 170 pounds he cowboy's dead now and and we need you to fight uh connor and he's like no i'm not gonna fight connor i want to fight uh i don't know who else is in line gaichi i guess yeah we'll no, see fight gaichi he's like all right well we're gonna strip your belt it, uh, I like the way Khabib says he's not going to fight Connor. That Connor has to go earn it. That Connor has to. That's all fun to say, uh, and and I guess I like it. But I also want him to. We'll see what Connor looks like. Yeah, you know, and, it, and don't Connor forget. could win this fight in a decision that the crowd disagrees with. You know, the crowd being all of us watching and stuff. We could, they they just gave that to him. What were the judges watching? If it's one of those, Connor get another win too. Oh, I don't see Connor. Um... Of the of the possible outcomes, I think Connor KO yeah. KOing him is is the most likely. There's also like um, Cowboy um, submitting Connor. That is a possible outcome, and it's, it's not all that out of the realm of possibility. But the idea of Connor losing a decision, I don't know about that. That would that would literally mean Cerrone outboxed Connor. Yeah, uh, I I didn't wasn't putting it out there as likely just the scenario where mm. he would be least deserving of a title fight. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. And, and, but don't forget, like, as far as like the likelihood of 
you know, if, if that eventuality played out, Connor wins very convincingly, Khabib wins convincingly or not, doesn't matter. And then uh, Khabib refuses to fight Connor. I think he would be stripped because it's not like Khabib is like, yeah, I'm going to run the UFC for the next five years. He's like, I'm going to fight one or two more times. Like that's, that, that's his that's his whole thing. If I'm the UFC, that makes him less valuable to me. Exactly. Like, you know, the UFC hates it when people vacate belts. You know, they hate it when GSP did it and he didn't do them twice. <laughs> you know, that's why GSP can't get a fight with Khabib. That would be a huge, huge fight. It might be the biggest. It might surpass like a Brock Lesnar or a Connor fight. Maybe. Right? I'd be very excited. I'd be very excited too. We then we'll land there. Um GSP versus Khabib, giant, giant fight. However, everyone knows that GSP would win and leave. <clears throat> he did it last time. He did it. He'll do it again. I think he's saying, I'll do it again. I will leave yeah. if I if I win this. And Dana White, I don't think it's actually a big hit. Like, uh, who's the Usman right now? Is the champion at once? 80, no, 85, help yes. me. I, Israel, yeah. I think, is. Israel Alessandra is the 185 champion. I think I'm is right he? about that. Yeah. Okay. He beat, uh, he unified the belt against yeah. R- yeah. Whitaker. R- Whitaker. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. um, the previous champion before, like that, like GSP's not long back. I do not. Look at these as paper champions. Like he's not the real champ having beat Whitaker because GSP walked away from his belt. I didn't look at Whitaker as a paper champion, not the real guy, because he didn't have to beat GSP to get it. I just sort of like, uh, you know, GSP won, he left, and I don't think he can step back and take it any day he wants to. But I think the UFC does that. And they say, ah, if GSP beats Khabib and then leaves, then we won't have a real 155 pound champ for some period of time. Yeah, the way I look, it's it's almost like if you lived in that universe where Superman was real, it's like, well, you're not really the heavyweight champion because Superman could just step in here. That's what GSP is. GSP mm. is so good at 40. Like, have you <laughs> seen him, like, recently? I, he's, you, like, like cut down to 155 like, somehow. He's such a monster. God, I wish he didn't have whatever that illness is with his fucking intestines or whatever and he and, and that's the guy they need to clone i want another mm-hmm. one of gsp he's so Does fucking he amazing that? you're not thinking of bach lesnar with the diriculation gsp has a thing oh okay. he has like ulcerative colitis or something he has something cowboy it, has not... a thing mm. yeah body i'm sorry i cut you off but it, cowboy i want to say it was a motocross accident like he has fewer intestines than the rest of us or something oh that's an advantage it, it might be but uh, i think that some people say that if you hit him in the right spot, he goes down. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that could be too. But I yeah, have, I, I feel like GSP can come in and take like any belt he wants. <laughs> I have a, a baseball question. Okay. So uh, I'll try. Uh, I think this is opinion. You're going to do great. Um, the Houston Astros got caught stealing signs. And uh, uh, for people who don't know anything about this, or maybe Kyle, if you, you correct me if, you, if I have something wrong, but I think I'm on target. Stealing signs is as old as baseball. You always watch what the other guys do and try and figure it out. And for people who know nothing, nothing, a manager will like tug his ear, rub his nose, tug, you know, readjust his hat or whatever. And usually the system works something like, hey, two signs after the nose rub is the real one. But if you're a human trying to look at this, it's pretty tough to pick up on that pattern. Yeah. But they've put together computer programs that like, Watch all the moves, and then 
observe what happened. And in like a couple of signs, three, four signs in, they figure out that the real one, like the indicator sign is this and the action is that. And the Houston Astros used like computers and machine learning to steal signs very effectively. And they're being hugely punished. They're losing draft picks for the next couple of years. And, and no big deal. A first and a fourth. Okay. That, in, in basketball, that's huge. In, not in but, baseball. Okay. Yeah, it's not a big deal in baseball. Like, like, like most of your, your prospects are coming from your farm system. You're keeping them down there for years and years. And they're, they're, it, it's it, right. like the step up from college to the major leagues is, is bigger probably than any other sport because. I don't know. I see plenty of college players step right into the NFL and ex- do well. I see plenty of basketball players. LeBron James, uh, obviously, D- did he even go to college? Didn't he did he not. Go? No, he came from high school. Yeah, perfect example. You know, nobody does that in baseball. It, it's it's a whole. I mean, the it, the equipment's different for one thing. I don't they're, know they're why. Well, they're using wooden bats in the majors and, and and aluminum in college. It's it's a whole different thing. It's just I, I would have guessed. Football and even basketball, the sports where physique is so important that you can't do well until you're a 27, 28 year old man. I think hitting is just such a hard thing. Okay. I think, I think, I think hitting it, I think the, the pitching has been getting better and better. Uh, like, like um, the statistics on strikeouts is more and more and more every year. But something about baseball, yeah, so, so not a big deal. Certainly something that if they were like, and uh, th- next year you get to win a World Series, but same deal. And Astros will go, deal. <laughs> you can have our first and fourth round pick and suspend our coach and GM every year from now to eternity. Just keep giving a series. I didn't know they used a, a computer or anything. My understanding was they had a camera in the outfield zooming in and getting the catcher's signs. And then um, that's being relayed to someone in the dugout. And the one in the the guy in the dugout is banging on a trash can so the batter can hear the bangs and know the pitch. Hmm. That's what I'm pretty sure. That's what they were doing. That's what they were doing. Maybe I could have it wrong. Yeah. I, I mean, they may be doing both. I didn't. I hadn't heard the thing that that you said. But the the reason that it's so illegal, like like it's certainly legal for you to observe and and understand, and that's why it's just fine for if you have a if, if there's a runner on second base. He'll steal signs and he'll signal the batter, and that's legal because it's part of the field of play. What's illegal about what they did is having a guy out in the fucking stands with a fucking zoom lens, getting every single one of the signs radioing command center in the dugout, and then some asshole over there is banging on a trash can, one for fastball, two for breaking (laughs) ball or something. I don't know. Well, so they lost their top two picks for two years. I have it in front of me, okay. but, which, yeah, I didn't. To me, that's ginormous. But like in basketball, in the other sports, that it would, is. Yeah, it's, it's just that like football too. There's so much trading, and there's so much uh, there's so much stuff that goes on on in the minor leagues that mm-hmm. like you can just get players, you can just buy them, and that, that that's that's kind of how baseball works. Baseball's funny too with the inequity in payrolls, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk out of my, like in basketball, not every team spends the max salary in in hockey. I know that's true. Um, In football, they might all mix it out. I'm not even sure, but it it seems like they have the money. If the, if the deal is right in baseball, that's just not true. It's, you know, somehow 
Cleveland needs to compete with New York, and we're not sure how you're going to get it done, but best of luck to you. Yeah, yeah. And, and oftentimes, you know, there's been plenty of ca- cases where the 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 guy with the 40 the team with a 40 million dollar budget beats the team with a 200 million dollar budget. I mean, we, we I was talking about the Marlins last week and that's that was they did that. They have 43 million dollar budget I think that year. Mm. I think the Braves are somewhere in the I thought uh I can't remember. Well, I bad news is all those players are worth more now. So, good luck next year. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, I don't know. I I, I they I, was it the 2017 World Series that this is going back to? I thought it was. Yeah, me and um, baseball. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's good that they're doing something. I now if they'll just take all Barry Bonds' records away, I'll be happy. <laughs> so I wasn't sure that. I still don't understand why. Like, if the catcher's stealing signs, or the other players are stealing signs. That's cool. But if a guy outside stealing signs, I get that it might be bad. I just don't understand. It's the difference between overhearing, like, let's say it's MMA, right? Um, it's the difference between, actually, that's allowed. That's kind of shitty that that <laughs> is allowed. That, that like, you know, you, you'll be, the coach will be talking to his fighter and uh, somehow, the, and they'll like relay something that's happened somehow to, to the coach on the other side. Like, hey, his foot's broken. I think his foot's broken. It's like, mm. well, how did they get that information? Someone overheard that <laughs> right over here and whispered in this guy's ear. Yeah, the thing is, it's all in the field of play. So, like, you know, there's a runner. Joe Rogan was yelling it. He does it every fight. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they, just a big difference between, and it's rare that you have a runner on second. It's uh, you know to to be able to steal. And I've actually seen instances where there's a runner on second, and the pitcher turns around and he points at third, and then he balks or whatever. He, he's just like, take it, take the base. I'm not gonna deal with you back there stealing the fucking signs. Take the base. <laughs> they don't even want to deal with it but 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 being out there with that zoom lens and literally getting every single pitch throughout the whole game like the idea of a pitcher sending a bat uh, a runner to third shows you like how big of a deal it is for them to know what pitch is coming because a big part of pitching is mixing up the speed right so mixing up the speed between a 92 mile per hour fastball and a 80 mile per hour breaking ball it, as a non-baseball guy, here's something I'd, I'd like to know. If there's a guy on second, he's going to steal signs, it's going to be a problem for the pitcher. Why couldn't they be like, hey, while there's a guy on second, the pitcher decides what to throw? Well, how would he... The catcher needs to know what's coming. Um, th- okay, I thought that might be why, but I'm like, he's a major league baseball catcher. He can't just catch it. Oh, they'll miss it. The... He needs to set up like like where the pitch is going to be like like there's a he he has to change he changes position a lot back there he he needs to know what's coming like if it's a breaking ball he needs that information huh okay Here because, I thought they just caught by looking at it because if he if he doesn't catch it hits the backstop especially in some of these parks like that runner's coming all the way home uh it could, it's going to be a real problem yeah. I've seen a lot of instances like like if you watch like I watch a lot of montages of like nastiest breaking balls ever and it's like oftentimes the catchers miss them because they're, they're like the fuck what i don't know how you're gonna hit that because i can't even catch it and i knew it was coming you know it, it's uh it, baseball's cool um i, I like i like the pitching in, in particular i think that that's the coolest part of baseball you think know, it, the, the stuff they can do with that ball in baseball there's no standardized field right you know if you play at wrigley stadium and then you go to wherever the astros play then 
is different. The, the sizes are different. The height of the walls are different. Where home run is, like the obviously the inside, you know, where the bases are, is the same. But they, they the rest is different. You know, maybe my backstop's not that far away from our batter, but yours mm-hmm. is really far, and it's a whole problem. Mm-hmm. I would be like, you know what? We've got the fastest catcher in the league. <laughs> putting that backstop 15 feet further away this year and and like our hitting so so but i think if we move the wall in it would help us more than our opponents they should do imagine if in ice hockey they were like we've got the fastest skaters in the league but they can't take hits very well we're gonna double the size of our ice i think that and we'll never lose a home game yeah it's interesting how um not only the the field but also the location of the field changes the way uh the game is played like colorado rockies air's thinner up there that mm. ball flies farther um i think i think it does because of the thin air. i think it does too yeah 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 uh that's and that's an interesting thing with fighting too like like the only thing that really matters in fighting is the elevation i think as far as location Heat obviously sometimes. you could be you could be sleepy because they made you go fight in australia or something like that but if you've got to fight your elevation and you're fighting a guy who fights at elevation, like if you're going down, if it, I think there was a fight in Mexico or something like that where it was at elevation, and and the the, the local guy, you know, if when they go to another country, obviously you you bring fighters who are from that country. Like whenever they do Australia, Mark Hunt's gonna fight on that card, and um, Israel Adesanya is gonna fight on that card. Like people like that who are they're Kiwis, I know, but they're close enough. That's that's mm-hmm. Australia Junior. And, <laughs> But yeah, fighting at a, at altitude against someone who lives at altitude is, is a really tall order. Yeah. Yeah. I, we'll see. I'll watch the fights this weekend, see how it goes. You know, the, the weekend I'm doing my flying thing is the weekend that Khabib and Ferguson fight. Uh, mm. It's going to be hard to watch. I'll try and get it done, but there's not even internet there. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got a problem. I don't know. You have to find a way to jerry rig this thing. Where 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 is it located? Where where you where we actually be? Deserts of California. Oh shit! Gotta get that fucking satellite right. <laughs> internet going. Yeah, man, it's something. Or maybe just like do your best to go on media blackout mode and uh, and watch a recording of it as soon as you get to a hotel or something. That's a possibility, I guess. I don't it, like that as much, but I do that occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's an event that I can't be there for or can't be at home for, or if I really want to watch it with someone else and they're not back home yet or something like that, I don't like it, but I will do it. Because then I can't go on Reddit. Then I yeah. can't like I can't even open my Discord because everybody's going to be like posting emojis of the fighter who won or whatever mm-hmm. or what team won. It's no good. No good. It, it's hard to stay isolated, like you said. Anything good in media going on right now? I haven't watched The Expanse yet. Uh, I finished all The Expanse. Um, I liked it. Uh, I didn't love it. I thought that the, you know, we've talked about this on the show, but I I thought the writing was a little poor, but um, Mm. everything else was better this year. You know, they they spent a lot more money. I don't know. I don't know what's out. And I, you know, we, the Witcher's already done with the nature of Netflix stuff. You know, if it were coming out every week, we'd still be talking about Witcher. It'd be like, oh yeah, episode four of The Witcher was great, right? But instead I watched episode one, two, and three in one night and then four, five, six, seven in another night and then I watched episode eight the next night and it was gone. Yeah. It's fun. I feel like releasing once a week is better for the company and releasing all at once is better for me. And it's like, 
I guess I want all at once. I want all at once. I just need 13 Game of Thrones running every year, you know, so that every month, uh, I mean, there's 13 months, <laughs> there's another thing I want to binge watch. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the return of Ozark. Um, I, that you know, came back. Am I crazy? There's two two seasons. Wait on the third. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought the third season. I got a lot of watching to do tonight because I love Ozark. Um, <laughs> but I, but I think there's just two, and we're waiting on the third. I've been watching. Uh, I talked about it on the show, but I'm, I'm still rewatching Hannibal. Um, real fucked up show. Some of the most grisly murders you've ever seen. Just ridiculously awful things being done to people. So that show is pretty fun. You're right. Ozark comes out March 27th. I don't know. Netflix was pimping Ozark to me, and it said new on it, and it got me fooled. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, maybe Last Kingdom. I don't know if you did. You ever watch the Last Kingdom? Um, <laughs> the the guy's like, um, he's like uh, not royalty per se, but he's like, I can't remember his title, but like, his dad was a lord or something like that. And he gets ends up getting kidnapped by Vikings, and he's raised from boyhood to manhood by Vikings, and then he returns to try to like take his his rightful place back. And... I think I did watch it. That's the one where a lot of action happens in a hurry, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the first episode, you go from yeah. zero. He to grows like, up that episode. They don't fuck around. No, they get no. you right. They're, they're like in Game of Thrones. Not... They wait for the actual the actors to actually become adults. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they just hired a child actor and got it over with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so that was good. Um, Kingdom of Heaven, I always said, or Last Kingdom, Last Kingdom, uh, I, I always say is like the B version of Game of Thrones in a lot of ways. There's no mysticism or magic, not really. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit, but not really. Um, but it's mostly like a historical-ish, like fiction. Fictional tale. A lot of it's based on history, but very loosely. What season is coming out? I think four would be next. I'm probably pretty far behind on that. Yeah, a lot of stuff's happened. Yeah. yeah. What's the funny one with Vikings? Norsemen. Norsemen. Uh, yeah, season three of Norsemen is coming uh, this year. I think I might be a season behind on that, too. Yeah, there's there's two seasons. Uh, that That's a really funny one. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just watching some Norsemen just the other day. Just, just so ridiculous. <laughs> the... <laughs> There's one guy who carries the show for me. He was the leader and he aspires to get his leadership position back, but he's like a shriveling coward. And like everything he does in that kills me. Like, you know, I think he doesn't want to get raped and then he does want to get raped. He's clearly gay. And, yeah. and you know, he's yeah. talking about how he could beat like the village's greatest fighters. He's like, well, not now, but my body responds really well to exercise. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah it's they mix in like modern, like lingo a little yes. bit. Like, like, and every time he like coin, he'll like coin a phrase and, and, and she's like, do people say that? Well, no, but I'm saying it now for, like, you know, for the first time. <laughs> he's always coining like modern like phrases and uh it, yeah it's really fucking funny Norseman i like is so good there, there's the scene where um the the big guy um has like he's gotten a new wife and uh and and the she the only sexual contact he's ever had is all has always been rape <laughs> so to like so she like has put on a whole rape scenario where all, where her children and servants are laying on the floor playing dead <laughs> and she's begging him not to fuck her and he's like trying to fuck her from behind but he can't stay hard and she's like what is the problem he's like ah, i'm just in my own head here i don't know she's like 
I know the only sexual relations you've had have all been forced. So I, I put on a whole show for you here and still nothing. <sighs> Come on. It's like, all right, everybody get up. Everybody get up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen again. <laughs> I want to see. It's on Netflix, right? The Norse Netflix. Man? Yeah. Yeah, I I got really into like Viking shit uh, maybe a year and a half ago, and so I watched all I I like Vikings like just the regular show Viking. Now that's a legitimately strong strong show. If you've never seen Vikings, I think I have. Is that the one that has um the Sons of Anarchy guy in it, or am I mixing that up with Last Kingdom? He looks like that guy, but it's not oh. that guy. Yeah. yeah, again, one of my black. Areas. No, no, I'm with you. He yeah. he really looks a lot like that. Like that Charlie Hunnam guy or whatever his name is, um, he looks a lot like him. Yeah, um, I've seen all of that there is to see right now. And uh, at, at a certain point, I'm not going to spoil anything, but a main character dies at a certain point, and it's just like, all right, you can probably pull the ripcord on this show. Right? Hmm. It goes on for it's still going. I wonder but, if um, if the main character died because of contract issues, like he did well. Or... My mother used to know. Someone in the soap opera world, like an actor, an actress, I forget who. And uh, back when soap operas were big when I was a little kid, and she would know stuff. Like, yeah, you see this guy in a coma? He's not coming out. You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> this woman who was murdered, she stays murdered. She had a baby. <laughs> you know, uh, like she would have all these like inside scoops on stuff like that. It was fun. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it, um, but after that, I mean, I, I continue to watch the show. However, I feel like the show goes from like a strong seven to like a four or something like that. It's like, oh man, that's that's kind of the reason I was watching. But great show, nonetheless. Vikings is great, and the, Norseman steals some stuff from Vikings. There's some inside jokes, like there's that uh, that priest or whatever that like tells your future, and you got mm-hmm. yeah, you like you lick his hand as part of it. And there's a part where she licks his hand and then he's like spit in here and she spits in the bowl and he looks at the spit and he tells her what's going to happen. And, and then he goes, all right, now drink the spit. She's like, well, you already told me what was going to happen. Why would I drink <laughs> it now? He's like, well, that's just how it works. She's like, is it not going to come true now? <laughs> like, like how, how would that even work? You just told me that the, you told me this was the way of the gods. Is me not drinking that spit going to change what the gods want? He's like, everyone drinks the spit. She's like, well, I'm not going to. I'm sorry. (laughs) She just fucking leaves. (laughs) I want to see it. I feel like watching it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, while we got the UFC talk done, it doesn't have to be a big part of PKA. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll cut that out. Obviously, Taylor, I don't know if we mentioned at the beginning or talked about it last week. Taylor's on a cruise right now. I'm sorry. A work cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, I didn't realize it was a work cruise. It's a work cruise. I need a job in marketing. No, I, right? I hadn't told anyone. I like they asked me on the stream and stuff, and I uh, I, I didn't I didn't know if it was all right to say. Like, I thought we'd say it next week. Oh, well, he wasn't going to be here, so I, I. Why would it be a secret? Why should we have kept it a secret? Uh, because the whole like his girlfriend's at home. No, no, his brother's staying there, and I think his oh, girlfriend's going. Oh, that's right. Brother. You're right about yeah. that, actually. Yeah, but then, anyway, that was the scenario I made up in my head. Like, you know, if you were to enough. leave his yeah. house unattended for. Yeah, yeah I, I, I wouldn't have said it if I hadn't known that. Um, yeah, his brother's staying at his house. Um, big guy. Yes, carries a gun. Well armed, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would imagine his girlfriend's going. He's with got the him attack dogs. Cruise. 
I, I had a work uh, golf resort one time. That's Two nice. times, maybe. Yeah. It's, I, I should leave this story for PK, but I was a bit of an idiot. But yeah, we stayed at a golf place and did some training and brought Jackie and good time. All right, I'm going to ask about this on PKA. I'll, I'll remember. Be happy to so, tell yeah, it. Yeah, uh, no Tucker this week for PKA. Um, no Taylor. Got... Oh. Tucker instead, though. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted it. It's known. Ah, it is known. Yes. All right, well, fair enough. Good deal. PKN 282.